Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for the man who might not know the span of an hour, but does know how to spin a yarn. It's Alex Kitson. Well, thank you, thank you, mate. Uh, that is one person, and I think we're going to make the end for the tonight. Make more than one person happy. That is, uh, that's the episode. I think that's, I think that's quite a lovely way to start. Personally, uh, dear, I, I, have you all had a good week? Oh, dear, anyone had a bad week? Oh, hello, mate. What's, what's your bad week? What's happened? Oh, that 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 is the nature of things, isn't it? That's uh, that's a real shame. What do you do? What do you? Okay. Uh-oh. That sounds, I mean, that sounds fishy. That's, been, that's not lie. That's, uh, what, what, what's the main thing you do? Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> I mean, we all fought it. You said it. That's, uh, that's the good news about that. Okay. And what, what do you do when you're not, uh, dealing drugs? Taking drugs. Yeah. Uh-oh. Um, I, I wish it was an act. No, that's, uh, that's, a, first joke's not come from me. Uh, that's very much come from, Guy, the classiest ever drug dealer. I'm just stopping on red wine. Uh, lovely bloody stuff. What's your name? We've met before. What's your name, though? I forgot it. Paul, lovely to meet you. Everyone say hello, Paul. Oh, oh they, they like you. They like you. You've won them round. Um, yeah, Bristol, innit? Yeah, it's, um, what a bunch of lovely people. Uh, <laughs> Dear me, who are you here with? Uh, Alice. Alice. Everyone say hello, Alice. Uh, 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 less keen on Alice. Uh, um, you have to win a. It's your first date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, oh, you hear that? that yeah. This, <laughs> oh, you're throwing me a bone. Uh, you're far overestimating my capabilities. I. Um, good luck. Uh, <laughs> love's hard to find. Uh, <laughs> good lovely stuff. Um, yeah, 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 this is really, this is gonna be really fun, guys. Give me a chance. You've been in the sex app before? Oh, I love this stuff. And, and if this is your first time? Okay. Oh, good. Nice mixture. Good stuff. Um, that's, that's good to hear. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll just explain what the night is. This is that. It's, it's a comedy night, believe it or not. Um, and I am here. I come on in between, sort of just, you know, pad things out a little bit. Um, uh, get to know Paul. Um, we, we actually do that every week. Uh, it's, it's a fun little routine we have. Uh, and, and, and then we sort of come, and then we come out, I bring out a load of comedians. Some of them are, um, they're doing new jokes. Uh, some of the professional comedians are doing new jokes. Some of the people are newer. Um, some of it might be amazing. Some of it might be shit. Um, it, but it, we have a good time. Does that sound good? Yes. Oh, I love this stuff. I'll, I'll, I'll kick this up a little bit just because, um, no, I've, I'm going through a bit of a transition period at the moment because, um, I've, I've just moved home. Um, because, because I'm smashing it. Uh, I've just moved home back to Devon. Um, back to, any West Country people in? Any Devonians in? Just out of interest? No, good. Yeah, <laughs> no one leaves. That's the. Um, I, I moved back home to Tiverton, and, and Tiverton's got a bit of a reputation around those parts because uh, Tiverton is the second most inbred town in the UK. Um, yeah, <laughs> they ran a poll, um, and Tiverton came second. Uh, we're proud of it, you know, we're proud of it. Um, but I'm, re- I'm really trying to get it to number one next year. Um, uh, but my dad just won't put out. I, it's, it's, a sh- it's a shame. It's a real shame. Um, I, I, I've moved back in. Um, moved back in with my parents. Um, and it's, it's not good. I'm, I'm regressing. I'm regressing to who I was as a teenager. Like, I feel like I'm 15 again. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting spots. I'm arguing with my dad. I'm breastfeeding. I, it's, it's weird, man. I, it's crazy. I, you guys didn't breastfeed till you're 15? How do you pass your GCSEs? That's, uh, nature's pro plus, mate. 
I um, that's, that's the first howl of disgust from Adele tonight. Um, I you know, and it, it's, it's not bad moving home, but it, it, my parents made it slightly harder because they've just moved house, and they moved to a house with uh, no phone signal, no TV, and no Wi-Fi, and like. So I don't. I don't want to sound like too millennial, uh, but I am struggling. I like. I, it, it's really hard because like you, our lives are so in, in the internet, especially because like our lives are so intertwined with the internet nowadays. Like, and um, so I'm trying to find alternative ways of doing the things I've always done with the internet. Like, I'm just like shouting what I had for lunch out the window. Um, I'm, I'm just wondering aloud what this rash means. Uh, I don't know how many of you ever gone to watch porn live. Uh, they don't like it. Uh, <laughs> they kick you out. I got arrested. Uh, it's a real shame. I, but it, it's, it's like, because we got, you know, no internet TV or whatever. It, it, it's like going to, back to the Victorian era. Like, it, and it's quite nice, like in the evenings. It's like we're Victorians. We sit around, we talk, we play cards. My sister's dying of cholera. It's, uh, it's really lovely. Um, uh, we beat my brother to death for being left-handed. Uh, it's... Uh, <laughs> It's real good. Um, big fan of that. Um, has anyone got any... I, I, I will show up in a minute. Um, just, I'm just getting... I haven't talked to anybody for about a month, so they're just getting off my chest. Um, has anyone got any September re- resolutions? There's a time when lots of people sort of come... Like, into a kind of new year, like start school and stuff. Has anyone got any September resolutions? Good. Help me out. You're all going to hell. I don't know. Um, I don't, I did a gig in a church yesterday, and that killed. And I feel like that's rooted in my head. Um, did a gig in a church in front of ninety-year-olds, and uh, I think it's affected my comedy. Like, like, yeah, guys, do you remember the dinosaurs? I don't know. Um, I, um, but I, I've got some September resolutions because uh, I, I, I want to be cooler. I want to be cooler. Okay, that's my that's my September resolution. And what's the cool? Bristol, you can help me out here. What, what's the coolest thing you can do? Drugs. Yeah. But, Mate, <laughs> the freshers are in. Uh, that's, uh, you, you, you can go talk to Paul, mate. We've got, we've got two intervals. And if anyone's any drugs at any point, go talk to Paul. Uh, he's this exact resident drug dealer, and he's more than willing to help you out. Uh, um, the coolest thing you can do is Diet 27. Diet 27. That's the coolest thing you can do. Like, there's like all these rock stars, like Kurt Cobain, Emmy Winehouse, like they Diet 27. They call it a curse, but it, it's quite cool. You Diet 27. I'm like, and I'm 22. So I'm like, oh, right, so I've got five years. Um, but I know I'm not going to be cool enough to like, die of like, a drug overdose or something. So, like, like, so I'm like, oh, what? What? No, you, so, 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 it's me to Paul, yeah. I, um, <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to have a host for the rest of the thing. I'm just going to be, yeah, have a speedball in the toilets. Um, I don't know what that means. I... <laughs> I don't know, I read in a book about John Belushi. Um, I, um, but no, I, I'm 27. I know I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like kind of guy. So I'm like, I, what, what, how am I going to die at 27? Uh, and that's in five years. So how am I going to die in five years? Um, so I've just stopped recycling. Um, <laughs> why, wh- why not? Yeah. I'm, I'm like, oh, you hear about Kitson? You died at 27. Oh my God, that's so cool. How did he die? Yeah, he died of a typhoon in Torquay. Yeah, it was crazy, man. Um, <laughs> Oh, dear me, yeah. Yeah, it's sad, isn't it? Planet's going to die. Um, 
greeter. Um, <laughs> that's, that, that's not a way to bring on an act. Um, I, I don't know how many of you are sort of skilled in the school of emceeing, but just shouting greeter is not a way to sort of get people up and about. Um, it, it's, it's not two days ago. So, um, so what we're going to do, um, we can bring on our first act, but um, we, we need to sort of get, get, get the atmosphere going because I clearly haven't done that. So um, we're going to start the, the applause here. You're going to start applauding it. We're going to bring it around. Again. Sound good? Yeah. Lovely bloody stuff. We'll start here. I bring it around and go wild again, crazy, Mr. Toby Brown. It's taken a long time to get to the microphone. If we just keep that going, that'll be nice. Right. Um, right, well. Yeah. Yeah, good. My favourite thing was hearing these two coming earlier and Alice saying at the bar, "I don't want to sit in the bar. I feel a bit exposed." And she's just had a full ten minutes of inquisition. It's brilliant. Um, so my name's Toby. Uh, I'm from Bath, down the road. I'm beach Bath. A bit posh, isn't it? little bit posh. It's not actually that posh, but I like to wind my mates up when they come visit. Paul's talking quite loudly now. I think I'm going to have to address this situation. Uh, you all right, Paul? Would you like a glass of wine? Would I? Uh, I'd love a pint of beer and whatever drugs you've got on you. Yeah, yeah. But what I'd, what I'd really like is that quietly, can I have a very quiet pint of beer? That'd be awesome. Um, so I'm from Bath, right? It's pretty posh. I've got some mates come and visit me. I like to wind them up by pretending Bath is posher than it is. I had a mate come and visit me from Halifax, send with me to Halifax. <laughs> Fucking shithole. Never go there, right? He came down to visit, and I was like, I'm going to wind him right up. And I took him out for a dinner, which was sushi that we ate off of the naked body of a young woman, right? Because the body temperature gets the temperature of the fish to exactly the right level to release its succulent aromas and flavours. Um, I went up to see him in Halifax about a month later and we went out for dinner and I ate a Frey Bentos pie off of the stomach of a corpulent man called Dave in the car park of a Mecca Bingo. And thinking about it, Dave could well have been dead. So very, very weird night. A uh, bit of commotion at the bar, but I think that's fine. That's good. Um, is anyone rich? Give me a cheer if you're rich. Yep, yeah, good noise. Excellent noise of apathy. Um, I'm skint, I've got no money at all, you might be able to tell, uh, but I have got a fucking plan, and I've just found this out recently, and I'm going to share it with you. If you get there first, you can set up this business and take the money, right? But I found out, if you're a tube or a train driver, and someone commits suicide in front of your tube or train while you're driving it, you automatically get six months off work. So I'm going to set up a website that links together suicidal people with lazy tube drivers, right? I'm going to call it Plenty of Squish. Because uh, Grinder was taken. Yeah, that was a proper, uh, proper terrible joke there. Sorry, never mind. Um, I'm trying some stuff out. Some of it works, none of it has yet. But um, there's stuff in the future that I'm sure is going to be fine. Um, I'm married. Give us a cheer if you're married. No one in here, are they? No, I can tell. No, not. You two look way too happy. You look awkward. Uh, yeah, nobody's married in here. Um, it's quite nice. I think it's important to have someone who is there at home to love you and cherish you and respect you. <laughs> Um, it's more important to have someone who follows you around the house telling you how shit you are at doing stuff as you're doing it. That's, um, that's a lot of fun. My mates from Bath settled down. You, you two look like something clicked there. Are you married? Yeah, that made sense, didn't it? My mates from Bath settled down really young, though, because that's what you do, isn't it, from, when you're from somewhere small? You, you give up. Um, and it's fine. And I got married quite late, and I think I quite surprised them because I got married outside of my immediate family, and uh, nobody in the West Country was... <laughs> particularly ready for that so that was a lot of fun um and it, but it changes your relationship really quickly but we now like we have what you've got so if you two end up married which you might fingers crossed it's going well tonight um you've got to learn to argue really constructively right you've got to learn how to have a proper argument where you both come out better people from it 
And that's really hard. Like, me and my wife took a long time to get to that level. We were sat at home on Saturday night, quite early on in our marriage, watching Take Me Out, because we pretty fucking rock and roll. And uh, this guy came down in the elevator, and he had, a ni- he had a really nice jacket on, nice suit. He was quite a good-looking chap. He looked as though he smelt nice. He did a really good little dance thing. And he bowled out, and he was like, I'm Anthony from Bradford or whatever. And my wife quite rightly said, oh, I'd, I'd leave my light on for him. And the minute the camera panned back to all the women, I just went, I'd fuck all of them. And um, that you really can't go nuclear in those sort of, those sort of arguments. It really doesn't work at all. Um, but you end up having these mad rows from different rooms and stuff. And we had one the other day that really encapsulated some stuff for me. She was in the front room sort of shouting at me about something. And I was in the kitchen, and I just roasted a chicken. And I was just carving the chicken up. And as I was carving it up, I was thinking, I wish you were fucking dead. All right? But I was also making sure she had the nicest bit of chicken. And I was like, that's marriage in a nutshell to me. When you get that's, that's exactly what it's like, after all. Um, we've, we've got a little girl. She's quite cute. She's 22 months, so she's almost as good as a dog. Um, her name's Calliope, because I'm pretentious, and I needed a really good password. Kids are fucking brilliant for that. Um, but it, like, a lot changes. What you don't really know, and nobody really tells you before fatherhood, is for about a year... You don't really love them that much. They're just like a fleshy... They're like a fleshy Tamagotchi. You've just sort of got to keep alive, and they don't give you much back. And then after a year, they get quite a lot better and start turning into fun and stuff. But it changes the makeup of your brain. And, like, now I'm in dad mode all the time, and it's really stupid. And, like, I was quite... You get used to talking to people about the kids when they're with the kids. And I was waiting to cross the road the other day, and this lady turned up with a pushchair with twins in it, two little blonde twins. And for some reason, in my head, I was still in dad mode. And I looked at her and looked at the twins, and I meant to say, cute. And what I actually said was, fit. Um, so that's how I lost my job as a lollipop man. That was good. Um, kids fucking cry a lot. Like, my daughter cries all the time. And it's really irritating until you realise she's probably fucking right. Like, the world is fucked. You know, babies have got it absolutely right. Like, you're hungry, you cry. You hurt your foot, you cry. You come hurtling out of a vagina and get spanked by the first human you meet, you cry, right? I haven't seen any of my male friends ever cry, I don't think, and that's really sad. And I think the reason is men know that if they start crying, they might never fucking stop. Do you know what I mean? I just, we've all seen Waterworld. We just don't want that future to happen. Um, that's fun stuff. Right, that was, that was some new stuff. That went a little bit better, but not particularly great. Um, what else have I got to talk to you about? <laughs> Crying. Down. Oh, yeah. Tell the other thing. I was meant to do this bit when I was talking about getting married, but I totally missed it out, so I'm going to give it a go now. Bear with me. Um, the other nice thing about being married is, like, you get home from a night's gig or long day at work or something, and my wife sat on the couch, and she looks back at me over her shoulder, and she says, how was your day? And I go, oh, pretty much like every other fucking day, to be honest. I woke up in a fog of existential dread, and I felt that my life is whipping past me so quickly that if I was to try and reach out and touch it, it would just rip my fingers off with its sheer velocity. And I went out, and the bright blue sky terrified me with its infinite ice coldness, and I suddenly felt that I might get sucked up into its gaping void and die and plummet upwards to my death. And then I thought, well, that would actually be a sort of noble and interesting way to die, rather than the way I'm actually probably going to die, which is crossing the road and getting hit by a really sensible car like a fucking Volvo XC90 from 1992 because I've got my hood up because I'm in a huff because I don't want to empty the dishwasher um, and then she goes sorry what and she's got her earphones in and she's been watching series 2 of Love Island again on the iPads I didn't notice at all um, that was alright I quite enjoyed that bit I'm going to work on that and keep that we'll see how that goes um, 
the other stuff can go fuck itself, to be honest. That was rubbish, wasn't it? No mind. Well, um, I'm going to sort of wrap up, I think. I'm sort of getting beeps on my watch, which implies that I've been here long enough. Um, but one, one thing you do find doing comedy, it gives you a lot, it gives you a real sense of perspective about stuff, right? Um, I did a gig recently, it's for a charity, that's always a bit of an eye-opener. The charity is one that weans newborn babies off of substances their parents are addicted to, Right? And, like, when you meet, that means when you meet someone like Russell Brand who goes, I'm addicted to sex, or someone you might work with who goes, I'm addicted to chai, soy, milk, vanilla lattes from Starbucks, right? Unless your baby is born instantly addicted to the same substance, you're just horny and you like complicated milk, right? That is the most credence I will give your problems. And I was speaking to this lady and she said, oh, what I do is I wean newborn babies off of crack cocaine. And I was like, oh, compared to what I do going around the country, meeting people, trying to make them laugh, your job is proper, proper easy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just don't let them out of the incubator. They'll, they'll never make it to St Paul's on their own. Um, this has been very helpful. You've been very lovely. Thank you very much. Tell me, Toby, goodbye. Toby Brown, everyone! And that is the time for our first break. Oh, what? So, yeah, we're going to have a quick 10, 15-minute break. Go to the bar, grab a drink. I'll see you back here in 10 minutes. See you in a bit. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for the return of your host, Alex Kitson. Uh, that, that, you, you really took slow moving there. That was uh, good. We'll have a good break. Did, 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 well, yeah, did anyone get any drugs off pool? Anyone? No? <laughs> Yet? But I, still open for business, people. Still open for business. Um, you really got caught in a web of lies uh, in, the, in the first third. You, um, you, you're not on a first date, are you? No, yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, it's, I, you, and then you had to improv your way out of it. And then it really got... Weird. Uh, Deary, mate, good to, good to, good to be back. Um, I really missed those 10 minutes. Missed you guys. I, um, I've got, I've got a couple of bits and pieces that I, I, that I wanted to talk to you about. Cause I, um, cause I, I said in the first bit, um, that I wanted to be cooler. I was thinking about ways, um, to be cooler. I was like, all I've got to do is be more like DJ Khaled. That's, that's what I decided to cooler would be. Like, cause DJ Khaled, should not be a cool man. Uh, he, he's, he's like a quite a fat, balding man in his forties. He should not be. Uh, he should not be shouting another one on rap records. That's uh, um, like DJ Khaled can make anything sound cool. I've got proof of that because because Princess uh, Princess DJ Khaled. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Because uh, DJ Khaled um, actually raps about erectile dysfunction and makes it sound cool. I'm not making this up. I'm genuinely not making this up. Um, like he he brags on one of his songs about not being able to get it up, um, and it's disgraceful. Like, look, talking about not being able to get it up, but it sounds cool. That's uh, that's that's what I've done in my week. Uh, work out the timestamp on that. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. Um, Nah, I've been, I've been doing a lot of stuff because um, I've been I'm at home with my brother, which is um, which is good fun because you don't have to get to hang out that much. But um, but we've been doing sort of things. We've been trying to have fun, you know, in the house with nothing to do. Um, so, but he's a bit of an idiot, right? Like this week, um, he was describing something to my mum, 
And he was like, yeah, you know, whatever, potato, potato. And my mum was like, no, sure you mean potato, potato. He went, no, they're two different types of potato. That's, uh, (laughs) he's an idiot. Um, But um, we also, we had a competition because we didn't know what to do. So we had a competition. Um, How many baths you can have in one day? Um, Yeah, I mean, the rules were you had to get in the bath until your hands had all the wrinkles on them. And then you got out and then you couldn't get back, have another one until your fingers had gone back to normal. Um, as most you can have in one day. Uh, how, 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 how many baths do you reckon you can have in one day? Four. four. Fucking nailed on. Uh, any more than four, four baths, lads, that starts getting incredibly dull. I don't know if you've ever spent seven hours in a bath uh, on a Tuesday, <laughs> but that gets boring, man. I, um, but we're having a... We're having a um, we're having a, we're having a, people have been really annoying because they've been like, oh, you haven't got any sort of TV here today. That's been like, that must be nice. You're like, yeah, 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 you're getting back to the old times. You're, you're having like a detox. Like, no. Like, you don't you wouldn't say that. You don't, people only say that with like TV and internet. You don't say with like that with like medicine. Like, my brother's diabetic. Like, no one's like, oh my God, you've, you don't have any insulin for the next three weeks. Oh my God, it's always like, nice to have a detox. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's a shame. That's a shame. Shame that wasn't funnier, wasn't it? <laughs> Hadn't really thought, thought that on the way here. And wasn't worth it, was it? Um, also, I thought I had to, because I, I have to drive up here an hour at the moment. And uh, I thought the way here, uh, what, what if soap operas were just like operas? Get out of my pub. Uh, like that. <laughs> Oh, that, that's, that is worth pursuing with. Um, you, you've enabled me there. That's what, that's what's happened there. That's uh, good. Um, I think that is technically, uh, I'm, I'm going to say that's the bare minimum of warmed up. Uh, not going to lie, that's for the, the DJ Khaled stuff, which is going to knock the, fl- knock the place out the floor. Um, but uh, turn, it turns out you're not fans of the <laughs> that guy. So, right. <laughs> Good fun. Um, oh, you got new people in this corner. Um, yeah, you. Um, which means you are the start point of our applause. Uh, these guys have to do it the first section. Now it's you. All I want you, when I point at you, I want you to start the clapping. And when they go, go, go around, we could bring on Abby Clark. That sound good? Yeah, get me off. Yeah, go, let's go, let's go. Bring on Abby Clark. Uh, I quit my job today, guys. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, why'd you quit your job, Abby? Is it because there's lots of exciting prospects ahead? No. Uh, it's because they said I was bad at it and they were right. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to be taking four baths a day real soon. Um, yeah, no. I got, I got prospects. That I, I know what I'm doing. Uh, I'm going to go on Love Island, guys. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go on Love Island. I'm going to fake a relationship. Uh, I'm going to win Love Island. And then I'm going to make lots of money selling people tea that makes them poo themselves. <laughs> it's the plan. Uh, to be fair, I love a good poo. I do. Um, like, you know the ones that are so good that there's no trace they were ever even there? 
magical. <laughs> um, it's called a ghost poo, if you wanted to know. <laughs> Honestly, like if they made a tea that guaranteed I had that kind of poo every time, I'd take it. Um, <laughs> I would. I know, it's, I know what you're thinking. How do you, how do you know you're going to l- win Love Island? Um, it's because I've been practicing it for years. Because <laughs> uh, Love Island is the closest thing we have to real life sims. Think about it, right? So it's just a load of people living in a bungalow speaking gibberish having sex under the duvet. Like, I've been making people do that for years. <laughs> um, yeah, but like, I am worried that that's the long-term plan of Love Island is just to get all the most annoying people in the same swimming pool um, and take away the steps. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so maybe I won't. Um, what was I going to say next? Oh, yeah, all right. So while we're on the Sims, that, that game gave me unrealistic life expectations. Um, and not just because it made me believe I could have a job and a house. What? <laughs> no. Uh, like, the portrayal of sex was ridiculous, right? I still wait for confetti when I climax. I just... It never comes, does it? Neither do we. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but like I to be fair, I, I used to be terrified of sex, okay. Um and like fair dues, I, I grew up with films like Twilight, right? In which a man won't have sex with a woman because he's too scared he'll fuck her to death. <laughs> thought that thought that was a possibility. I mean who the hell did that hundred year old virgin think he was? I just like as, as many Twilight fan on Tumblr has pointed out, he's a vampire. He doesn't have a pulse. He would not be able to get it up. Um, which just makes me think the entire franchise is actually just about a guy who lets a girl think he's a vampire because it sounds better than erectile dysfunction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not to mention he needs an excuse for why all his siblings are sleeping together. Um, <laughs> yeah. Though, to be fair, he, like, commits to the part. Like, if you don't know, when they finally do have sex... He destroys the entire room around them. Um, like, the only thing I've broken during sex is wind, let alone a chest of drawers. So, <laughs> kudos to him. Uh, yeah, I, I, I went to uni a virgin and um, I, tr- I tried to recreate myself. Uh, I, I had, like, this image of being really cool. So, I joined the cheerleading society. What? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, I just, I just wanted to, like, be this Barbie doll. Um, but when I, when I joined all the other girls were Barbie dolls uh, and I was like more of a brat doll it's just like trying really hard to be Barbie but just in the end being really unbalanced um, <laughs> that was me but like the, during like the um, first kind of like social as like initiation you had to do like these confessions um, bye Paul uh, <laughs> aren't we glad he's left um, <laughs> just me okay um <laughs> I'm going to stop. Leave Paul alone. Um, But yeah, we had to do like these confessions and all the girls were getting up and they were telling sex stories. Uh, So they were all getting up and they were like, "Uh, and OMG, then I like sucked him off behind the bins and everyone was like, ah! (laughs) And I was like, ah, fuck! (laughs) Um, So like I made up a story and and you'd think I'd make up a sex story. Uh, But I made up a story about shitting myself. Um, See? Poo ambassador. I was working for the cause even then. Uh, (laughs) Like, I could have chosen anything, but that's what I went with. Um, I mean, I won Best Confession. It was fucking great. Uh, (laughs) But they never did let me at the top of the pyramid after that. Um... (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't worth it. But like, I think, I think I would, I, I didn't want to risk telling a sex story. Like, I, I, 
I hadn't had sex. I didn't know anything about... My sex ed was terrible, guys. Like, I don't know if you can relate. Like, we spent, like, eight weeks, yeah, learning to put, like, a condom on a banana, um, a skill of which I will never use. Um, like, eight weeks. And not once did they ever even think to even mention uh, queefing. <laughs> like, do, sir, do you know what queefing is? Would you like to share with the room? What, the noise? (laughs) How are you planning to make that noise? If you don't, it's when you fart from your fanny, guys. Uh, Like, you literally erupt because you've been so pumped full of air that when the pump is removed, you go off like a fucking balloon. Like... I just, I just think they should have mentioned that. Like, I didn't, I didn't know. So f- first time it happened to me, like, I just thought my food was making a real clear comment about the quality of sex I'd just had. Just like, <laughs> well, that was disappointing. <laughs> is that, is that the noise you were going to attempt? Uh, glad you didn't. Um, no, but like, honestly, like, you can't even ease it out, like a fart, like, that would be less embarrassing. Someone has let go of that balloon, and it is flying around the room, uh, while you both just awkwardly avoid eye contact, hoping by the end of it, one of you has some speck of dignity to somehow carry on. I just, if you think about it, like, sex cells are pretty realistic, because we both deflate after use, so, I just, I just think it should have been mentioned. <laughs> It's my only thing. Um, I also I have one I have one other question about sex that I just still don't understand. Um, and that's just what is men's obsession with women's nipples, right? Because like all I can think, or they suck on your tit. Um, it's just I wonder if it was this boring for your mother. Do you know what I mean? Like you can't you can't be involved, can you? Like they just they just suckle away like the children they are. Um and I, I don't know what to do or say to participate. Like I, I was with this one guy, um and I just kissed him on the top of the head. Yeah, he was tuckered out, bless him, so I burped him and put him down for the night. Um Oh, guys, you've been lovely. Uh, I've been awkward. Thank you. <laughs> Harry Clark, everyone. Um, let's keep that going for Mr. Will Turner. Just had the awkward moment there where I was still clapping for Abby and then walking up whilst clapping for myself. Um, okay Um, DJ Khaled I've not been able to stop thinking since you mentioned him DJ Khaled uh, thinks that uh, going down on a woman's disgusting that's that I just needed to get out there bless you Um, so I'm not uh, uh, I'm going to be quite honest and upfront here I signed up for this gig when I was pissed and trying to impress a girl Uh, the girl's not here (laughs) And that is probably a good thing. Uh, I took a break from comedy to uh, kind of like concentrate on my writing. Um, yeah, and I've just been getting pissed and taking drugs. So, yeah, but woo, yeah, woo. Who? Huh? Yeah, where is Paul? To be totally honest, when Paul was going on about the drugs, I was like, "Well, don't fuck Paul. Don't be saying, what's wrong with Paul? No, he's not. We got over. We got through. No, he's not on a first date." He's a, he's a liar. <laughs> but I suppose people panic when they get talked to, don't they? 
So this is stream of this is going to be stream of consciousness stuff, isn't it? Really, like I don't know why I'm asking you. It is. That is what it is. <laughs> that is what it's going to be. It's going to be me talking. A little bit of silence, and hopefully you might laugh a bit. Good. <laughs> Um, so DJ Khaled, did I mention DJ Khaled? That's fucking, anyway, no, don't stop thinking about DJ Khaled, that's really harming uh, the situation as it is. I take awkward laughs as well, that does for me, (laughs) fine. I'm going to try not, I've got like one joke I could tell, but I'm like, I don't really want to tell it, I'd rather just see how this goes. Um, (laughs) You've got a lovely smile at the bar, by the way, you look very happy. How long have you guys been together? Three years. Good. <laughs> You've got a lovely smile. Both. I can't see your smile. Your smile's lovely. Um. Yeah. Sorry. That's cute. Especially when I'm like this. Is super. Huh? Why is it random? You have a nice smile, and I observed it, and then commented on it. I don't. I think that's like the opposite of random, to be honest. So I go. There's a table there. You fucking random prick. <laughs> To me, you objectively have work subjectively, but no, to me, you have a nice smile. And I, 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 I realise the more I say it, the creepier I sound, but um, that's what's happening. Um, how long have I done? Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. Um, <sighs> it's quite a fun exercise for me to go, like, what can, what can I say? What do I... Because I don't think... I think, like, I struggle with writing comedy because like, I feel like people want to like be like, oh, I think this about something, but I very rarely think a lot about many things at all. Like, I don't have an opinion on a lot of things. Or maybe I do. Do I have an opinion on things? Anyone? Good. Um, yeah. It's also nice remembering that it's way more awkward for everyone else than it is for me. That's <laughs> quite satisfying. Um, I'm going to do a joke. Fucking hell, that is the worst way to like... I'm going to do a joke, guys, let's prepare. <laughs> let's prepare. That's how you set it up. You tell everyone you're going to do a joke. Then you do the joke, and it's, dis- and it's disappointing. <sighs> Not going to do a joke, I lied. Hmm... Yeah, it's bad when you're doing a gig and you start watching the barman go about his ablutions. Just gonna watch him do that. That's quite satisfying. Hmm. Weirdly, I think this is going well, but I—I <laughs> I know, like, objectively, it's not. <laughs> but like, I think that's the thing about doing comedy. Like, I think if you've got any like inclination to do it, or just do it, because it like literally can't go worse than it. Like you. <laughs> Uh, if nothing else, I'm providing a service that goes like, yeah, yeah, I can, I can do that actually. I can totally do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly that laugh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not taking the piss out of your laugh at all. That was me just being noticing as well. You've got a lovely smile. You laugh like that. Um, okay, I should stop say taking so many drugs. Though, I think. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going to do the only joke I've ever written that I'm even remotely proud of. Again, don't do that. That's worse, isn't it? As soon as I say that, I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that joke anymore. I'm literally fucking stifling myself. As is, that's a very good point. I stifle myself a lot in life as well. So anyone else do that? Yeah, probably. Bead. Yeah, thank you. Someone's fucking honest. Any football fans in? Anyone like the football? <laughs> Any football fans in? Everyone like football? Hey. In, uh, <laughs> fucking mad, isn't it? What am I doing? <laughs> what am I actually doing? <sighs> Is that my light? Yeah. That's the most satisfying I've ever been told. That my time is up. Um, well, I think I've enjoyed myself actually. <laughs> I know I didn't really like put a lot into like entertaining you, and it was mainly quite self-indulgent. But it, yeah, but I'm, I'm yeah, I'm alright with that. So um, I'm sorry if you're not. But also live your own fucking life. It's my life. I do what I like with it. Um, ha- have a lovely evening. Uh, Bert's next. Oh no, don't. Bert has a lot of jokes. Bert has a lot of jokes. I always fucking say Bert's got so many good jokes, and he gets annoyed that I say that he's got jokes. But after watching this, he fucking objectively has good jokes. <laughs> 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 right, uh, have a lovely evening. Bye bye. Oh, don't worry, Will Turner, everyone. Um, guys, guys. I've got a joke. Uh, well, we. Um, I say joke. I say joke. It's more of a fun fact. More of a fun fact. Because um, you know the statues you see in parks of like military generals and that. Like you, you, you know the type. There's like a bloke on a horse. He's got like a sword. He's probably off to go do something naughty abroad. Um, and, and, and if the, some of you might know this, if the horse has got both hooves up in the air, that means that general died in battle. I don't know if anybody you know you've got a nod there. So you back me up on this. Um, both hooves up in the air. General's back died in battle. One hoof up, one hoof down, that means that general sort of died of natural causes or whatever. And if the horse is doing that, means general died during Michael Jackson's thriller. I don't know. I don't know if you knew that. That's, uh, we're laughing, we're learning. Um, but, um, that's, that's my fun fact, slash, not a joke. Um, but yeah, get, get, get good fun. Are, are you ready for your final act of this section? Yeah. Lovely buddy stuff. His name's Bert Williamson. So yeah, start the applause from here. That's, that is fucking, hey, stop that. No, stop that. That is. Fucking embarrassing. Um, so we're going to start that again, but properly this time, please. <laughs> there we go. Oh, fine, fair enough. Yeah, we'll go, we'll go, we'll go. Good one, good crazy. Hi, guys. How are we doing? Good stuff, good stuff. I'm, I'm sick of getting judged. I feel like I'm always getting judged. And I can tell I'm getting judged right, because whenever I'm in the cinema watching a Marvel movie and people aren't sure if there's an end credit sequence... They'll look to me to see if I stay. <laughs> He's done the research. I'm sick of getting treated like that. Like the, the other day, right, I was trying to buy some condoms from a cashier. And as she was scanning them through, she looked at them and looked at me and said, Oh, I didn't know these had an expiry date. Do you still want them? She basically said, You can't get laid on a deadline. I'm sick of getting treated like that. And honestly, it's disgraceful. Like, I, I, I'm so worried about buying contraception because like, um, my, my ex-girlfriend and I, we used to rely on the pill, but we had to stop at the end because, you know, it made me moody. So, <laughs> so, so I, I ended up going to see a doctor about it. I was like, look, doctor, I understand there are more serious procedures that you can do. 
some more sort of long-term, more permanent things. Um, he's like, but you're a very young man for that sort of thing. Are you sure you want to do that? And I was like, yeah, no, I am sure. I've given it a lot of thought. And he went out and he came back in with these horrendous-looking scissors. And he's like, are you sure you want to do this? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And you know, to be honest, guys, I'm not sure I'll even be able to have sex since he, since he did that procedure. I'm not sure I'll even be, you know, since he, since he gave me this haircut. <laughs> so you don't like that joke? Because now it's just directly proportional to how bad my haircut is. It's true that I do feel like I, do feel like I get judged a lot of the time. Like, uh, you know, Abby was talking a bit about how, you know, guys, um, sometimes guys can be sort of portrayed as being sexually incompetent. And I, you know, I think that's unfair to, to, pit, to pin on guys like that. Like, you know, I, I know where the clitoris is. I just choose to ignore it. <laughs> Good, I'm glad we've taken that at face value. Do you guys have any idea, right, how difficult it is to fake a male orgasm? It's impossible. It's, it's genuinely impossible. Like, I think, I think it's not fair. I've had horrendous sexual experiences. Like, um, like the, first, the first time I lost... Well, the first... Yeah, the first time I lost my virginity. <laughs> oh, good, that line to stay. Um, if, when I lost my virginity, the girl I was with, she was like, oh, actually... I'd like to give you a blowjob. And that made, that, that never happened to me before. And I was like, okay, sure, whatever. And to describe it, it was like a fox eating a hot dog out of a bin. It was horrendous. And like my ex-girlfriend, she wanted, she wanted to do that as well for me. And she, as she was getting down there, right before she sort of committed to the act, she said, actually, no, um, I'm worried. I'm worried about the taste. Who sucks dick for the taste? Who looks at a penis and thinks, that's going to be delicious? It got me thinking, though. What sort of flavour would I be willing to suck dick for? You know, if a man came up to me in the street and he's like, excuse me, would you like to suck on my willy? And I'd be like, no, mate, that's disgusting. No no way. Forget it, forget it. And I'd be walking away. And then he'd just say to me, I've got a binoffy cock. And I'd be like, you what, mate? And he'd be like, you heard me. And I'd just sort of... <laughs> mate, that tastes of vanilla. <laughs> I think about a lot of weird things. I'm like... Uh, I've been thinking about the Crazy Frog advert. Do you guys remember the Crazy Frog? For those of you who don't remember what the Crazy Frog was, is he was a fictional character um, invented to sell ringtones, much in the same way that Walker's invented Gary Lineker. <laughs> and he had a song back in the day that I'm sure some of you might be familiar with. And uh, these were the lyrics, if I can find it. Ring ding... Ding da, ba, ba aramba, ba bom ba barumba. What's going on? Ding ding, this is the crazy frog. Ding ding, bem bem. 
that was top of the charts for a month. And it's for that reason I wasn't surprised by Brexit. Those of you offended by that joke, I didn't specify what side I was making fun of. So just imagine it's the other one. All right, guys, I think that's my time. You've been great. Have a great evening. Cheers. Uh, we're past the watershed and we're getting dirty. Um, oh God, gross. Um, I, um, right. Um, that is the time for our second break, second and final break. So yeah, we, another 10, 15 minutes. You know the drill by now. We've got two fantastic acts in the final section. So yeah, um, give, give me a round of applause to the other acts. And yeah, see you in a bit. Bye bye. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for the return of your host, DJ Khaled's new best friend, it's Alex Kitson. Hello, hello. Uh, we'll have a good second break. Yes, good, 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 good to bloody hear. Um, right, we've got a fantastic final section for you, uh, so I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not genuinely not going to keep you too long. Also, there's a game of Jenga, so that's going to fall at some point in the next couple of minutes. Um, so I'm going to fill till then. Because um, I, 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 I've, been, I've been at home, I've had a lot of time to think about sort of, um, the last time I lived at home. And I, I remember the story the other day um, of the first time I ever went to a club. Right, it was huge. Right, um, 20, 2014. Uh, I, I was eighteen. I was grooving, uh, and and, and I, I, it just shows the sort of uh, kind of person I was at the time. Because um, I thought a girl was flirting with me. Okay, um, and so, so I was like, "Oh, this is going well." Um, and I wanted to tell her she smelt nice. Um, okay, I, uh, not a good start. Um, and she smelled like strawberries and raspberries and that. Um, but I, I forgot the word for strawberries and raspberries. Um, so I just said, oh, um, you smell like yogurt. I, uh, <laughs> that's not, yogurt. That's a um, quick tip for any single lads in the room. Uh, if you want to impress a woman, uh, don't tell her she smells like live bacteria. That's, uh, um, I don't know what to smell like yogurt. That's, like, what was I expecting if she was going to say? Like, oh my God, this, I just splashed on some Muller Corner. That's like, um, like, you don't see perfume adverts, which is just like J'adore, Yakult. That's um, from a Frey, the new fragrance from Yo Valley. I <laughs> it wasn't a particular. Oh, I thought that was, I thought that was the Jenga. Um, I because uh, I wasn't a particularly cool. Um, it was a particularly cool teenager. Like, I wore glasses. I should wear glasses now, by the way. Um, I, I I I should wear glasses. I'd still need them, um, but I, I I don't have any money, so my glasses got chewed by a dog. Uh, and I can't afford to replace them. So now I can't see. Um, that shouldn't happen. I mean, that should, has anyone ever been so broke they've lost a sense? Is that, is that happened to anyone? Is that relatable? I, I, anybody, anyone, Mr. Gaspill and gone deaf? Anyone? Is that, I, yeah, did you hear about Linda? Oh my god, yeah, she put all the money in Bitcoin and now she's dyslexic. Like, that's, uh, that's, that shouldn't happen. Um, I'm, I'm a bit worried about that joke because, um, because um, a, I think it, because uh, I want to make it clear that I'm, like, I'm not blind. Because <laughs> um, I think it might be fun to blind people. And also, I feel like people don't want to hear me talk about how I don't have any money. Because I'm like, I'm just so obviously middle class. Um, I feel like people are like, yeah, mate, you might be unemployed, but yeah, your mum definitely has a bread maker. That's. Uh, <laughs> you look like. There we go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for that, because I was running out of decent jokes. Um, I, I will abandon that halfway through. Okay. Um, uh, 
Good bloody stuff. Right. Um, we've got two more acts. Uh, and again, I want to give you, they're absolutely fantastic. So give them all your love. Um, so for the penultimate time tonight, we'll start in this corner. We'll go around for Antoinette Morris. We'll go bring it around. We'll go crazy. Everyone, we'll go crazy for Antoinette Morris. Um, so I'm just about to start my second year of university and you would have thought that I'd learnt to look after myself by now, but this morning I woke up and I realised that I'd forgotten to buy any food. So for breakfast, I just went back to sleep. Um, <laughs> It's great. Um, What you eat can actually say a lot about you. Like when people ask me what uni I go to, I don't have to tell them anything. I just get high and make my own hummus. And um, (laughs) did you know that um, let the tahini do the talking is actually the official slogan of Bristol University? Um, Not many people know that one. Um, So I actually study French. um, And a lot of the people that are on my course are native speakers of French who are kind of just, how do I put it? What is the best word? They're cheating is what they're doing. They're cheating. Um, and that's fine. You know, let people make their own decisions, live their own lives. But it gets bad when your name is Antoinette and you're not one of those people because all my teachers think I'm French and they have expectations to match. I am so far from French. My mum's name is Susan, okay? My dad's name is Brian. My parents, Susan and Brian, named their three children Antoinette, Genevieve, and Christian. Um, But yeah, if you think you've seen disappointment, come to one of my seminars, because you've got the French teacher there um, asking me, undercover Frenchman, Antoinette Maurice, um, what what I do in my spare time, and they're expecting like a really elaborate, grammatically correct answer, and I'm just there like, je joue au football le weekend avec mes amis. Um... Just the look on their faces is priceless. Um, yeah, but I, I, I don't understand. People can't even spell my name either. Like, I don't understand why it's so hard. You add one silent Q and everyone's like, where's the Q? Um, it's after the first T, in case anyone was just um, wondering about that. Um, but yeah, to make it easier for myself, sometimes I just tell people that my name is Karen. Um, Karen has been my go-to fake name for a few years now, so long, in fact, that she's kind of become her own person, and if I'm being completely honest with you, I don't like her, okay? Um, Karen had less than 50% attendance on her first year of university. God, Karen, get a grip. Um, Karen thought that it was up and Adam, like the boy's name Adam, until literally... Two weeks ago, um, and when she gets back from a night out, she thinks it's acceptable to eat in my bed. Um, there are so many crumbs in there now, I'm genuinely starting to call them my bread sheets. Um, some say I'm offloading my flaws onto a fictional version of myself, but to them I say, you take that up with Karen. She handles customer service around here. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Oh, Bing? What's that? Is it the oven? Is it a segue? It's time for... I don't know why I did that. Um, <laughs> Don't know what that was, really, at all. Um, (laughs) It's time for the obligatory Tinder joke of the set. Um, So I've been going on a lot of Tinder dates recently, um, and I've been taking them back to mine uh, with the pretext that there will be sex when all I really want to do is show them my new smart bulb. Um, (laughs) I can make my room any color I want. It's really quite cool. Um, But I've just moved into a new student house, and I've been trying to, like, deck it out. So I went to TK Maxx, and I realized that TK Maxx is a really good metaphor for dating because you almost never leave with the thing you went in there looking to find. Um, like, I went into TK Maxx the other day looking for some cutlery, and I came out with three Hawaiian shirts, a casserole dish, and an STI. And I don't know how it happened. It was so weird as well because the exact same thing happened to me on a date. Like, I went in there looking for some casual sex, and I came out with the number of a man who I'm never 
never going to cool, a much lower sense of self-esteem, and a second casserole dish. What am I going to do with two ca- I don't even, I don't even make casserole. My, um, my, my pillow talk is quite terrible. I actually genuinely, and this is really quite true in a painful way, um, whispered sensually into a man's ear my recipe for the perfect courgette pasta. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's, it's quite sad. He gets an erection every time he's in the veg aisle now. Um, it's tragic. Let's move on from me saying that just for my, my personal benefit. Uh, something else. Um, yeah. Um, so I know what you're thinking. Uh, Antoinette, are you about to go to a business meeting at a gym? Um, no, 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 I'm not. And I, I get that I look like a bit of a knob, but I feel like you have to when you're pioneering a new fashion trend. Like, if you want to get into Grazia, you have to put the hours in, and that's what I'm doing. Like, everything looks stupid the first time you try it. Think about the man that milked the first cow, huh? Everybody probably thought he was a fucking idiot. And who's laughing now, huh? Who's laughing now? It's the cow. Um, a joke you'll only get if you're a fan of triangular spreadable cheese. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that is the legitimate end of the 2011 laughing cow advert um i can't really say the word legitimate anymore without getting really happy because i teach english to this little girl who lives in hong kong over skype and one of the jobs i have to do is i send her these long lists of words and she has to read them out to me to practice her speaking skills um and the first time she tried to say the word legitimate she said leg it mate and i just <laughs> it's just <laughs> Stayed, stayed, stayed with me. Um, she makes me laugh quite a lot, actually. Um, she's, she's quite sweet. One of the other things I have to do is I have to talk to her, and we have these long conversations in English, and she practices her speaking skills. Um, and it gets quite deep, because there's only so long you can speak to a person about their favorite type of bug without going insane. So the other day I asked her, if you could have anything in the world, what would you have? Uh, and she said money, which I thought was a really disappointing answer, because for a seven-year-old, that is really boring. So I thought, I'll dig a little bit deeper. That's that's much more savage than it is in my head. Um, so I thought, I'll dig a little bit deeper, and I said, okay, you've got all of this money, what are you going to buy? <laughs> and she said meat. Um, <laughs> I told her she could have anything she wanted in the entire world, and all she wants is money to buy meat. Um, I think that's really sweet. Um, I'll leave you with this. Uh, so my mum has just moved from London to the countryside. She now lives in a place called Milford. Um, if you don't know why it's funny that my mother now lives in Milford, then I'm not going to explain it to you. But um, it's a little bit more remote than I'm used to. Um, like, my house doesn't even have a number, just has a name. I didn't know that was a thing. Classic London tosser. But yeah, I had no idea. And since I've moved down there, I've been spending a lot of time with my brother because, you know, he's both an all right guy and my only option. Um, and it's nice. I was thinking it's really nice how my brother and I can just like talk and hang out because in the past, things were very different, right? There was a time when I was my brother's worst enemy. I was the, let's think of the Joker to his Batman, the Loki to his Thor, the come on just one to his I'm not drinking tonight. Like it was, it was bad. It was, it was really bad. And nothing evidences that more than, than this. Okay. Now this is, this is a list just by the way, um, for context, uh, my family's nickname for me is Nettie. If you know me, don't start calling me that. And if you don't know me, also don't start calling me that. Um, but <laughs> my brother wrote a list entitled 10 Bad Things That Nettie Has Done To Me. And if you think he must have been young, that handwriting is terrible. This is a transcription of the list that I did um, just before I left the house. So that's, it's not the original list. Um, but yeah, so numbers three and five reference my incessant lying. 
Uh, apparently I was lying about my head hurting and also about being busy. And I hate to agree with my brother, but I was nine. I don't really understand how busy I could have possibly been. Um, numbers one, nine, and ten uh, reference my thieving ways. Um, apparently I stole his books, his Game Boy, um, and also his Crocs, which uh, I really like. And just to lift off, list off the rest of them for a bit of speed, I was going to do it originally. My idea was like, oh, I'll do it as an impression of my brother. But none of you know him, so that wouldn't be at all impressive. Anyway, the, the rest of them are two, overused the word rude, four, showing off to my friends, six, broken my belongings, seven, new swear words, and then last of all, eight, which is probably my favorite, insulted my way of doing activities. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it's quite sweet. And I like to think that um, my brother wrote this list off the back of a single incident. Like, I did all of those things in one go. I was such a legend and a tyrant that I just, you know, and I, I like to think that it went a little bit like this. So my brother's sitting down with his friends playing a game peacefully. I swagger in, his Game Boy in my pocket and his Crocs on my feet. I'm, I'm kicking, I'm kicking his favorite book along with me like a football and I'm knocking back paracetamol after paracetamol for my sore head. Um... <laughs> My attention turns to his Lego Death Star. I look at it and I say, not trying to be rude, but that Lego Death Star is shit, before smashing it to pieces with my fist. Bits of Lego go everywhere, fill the corners of the room. He looks up at me and he begs me just to help him pick up just some of it, just some of it. And I look back at him with an expression that he thinks might be pity. But then I turn around, I get up and I walk to the door. I walk out of the door and just as it's about to slam behind me, I go, sorry, I'm busy and I fuck off. Um, absolute bloody legend. Uh, anyway, that's, that's, uh, that's me. If you like that, I've been Antoinette Morris. And if you didn't, I've been Karen. But, um, either way, <laughs> next time you see me, it'll be in vogue. So <laughs> thank you. Oh, Nettie, everyone. Uh, good fun. Right. Are you ready for your final act of the evening? Lovely lady stuff, his name's Gary Troy. So yes, we'll start with the applause over here. Go, I love it. Go on, go crazy. Mr. Gary Troy, everyone. Yeah. How you doing, guys? I, um... Yeah. <laughs> My agent uh, gets me a lot of auditions for TV shows. Um to play sex offenders. <laughs> well, I get it. You know, <laughs> I'm not an idiot. I get it. I get, I, get, I get it. You know what I mean? The breakdown. I get it. I never go. Because uh, I always think, best case scenario, I get the part. <laughs> I get the part. And I'm on TV being a sex offender. <laughs> Worst case scenario, I don't get the part. And it's confirmed that whilst I look like a sex offender, <laughs> not a TV friendly one. <laughs> I'm not leaving. I'm just getting this. <laughs> that was at the end of it. I am... Um... 36, I'm 36, right, and I used to, I used to, I used to, I used to think that was all right, um, I used to think 36 was, was young enough, 
I said, ah, it's 36. It's only 36. I was born 36 years ago. That's not that long ago. Do you know what happened 36 years before 36 years ago? The Second World War. That's how long ago. I am half a World War old. World War 2.5. That's what they call me. I am, uh, I'm single. I am single. Uh, still single at 36. You got a lot of people whinging about being single. Not this guy. I love it. I love it. I do. I love it. Love, love it. Love being single. I can get cock whenever I want. It is a fucking, oh, anytime. It is incredible. Just cock on demand. I mean, it's not that helpful because I'm straight, but it's there in it if you want it. Cock. That's the great thing about cock. Readily available. Lots of people happy to give it to you. Doesn't mind being your silver medal, does it, cock? So I am... I I can't... I'm, I'm sort of losing my ability to flirt, which... It's, 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 it's a bit weird. It's a bit weird. Give me, give me a cheer if you're over thirty. Ah, oh, that's way more of you than I thought. How, how do you, mate? You just got awkward. You know, I just said I'm thirty-six, right? Like, read the fucking room, dude. What's wrong with thirty? Well, it's cool, man. It's cool. Mate, it's you got a full head of hair, a you know, all right beard. Like you're doing, you're doing good, man. There's fucking worst places to be, man. It gets fucking sweet, dude. You will lose your ability to flirt. That's coming the next few years. You in a relationship with this lady here? Yeah, that's cool. Hey, um, it happens. You lose your ability to flirt, and I think I think it's biological. I think. You know how, like, a child loses its ability to wean? I, th- I think that's what happens to guys with their ability to flirt. And I think it's for the same reason, in that it's nature's way of going, ah, you're just going to make that woman uncomfortable. <laughs> it's nature's way of going, yep, yeah, no, no one wants to be flirted with by a 36-year-old. And I, th- I feel like the older I get, the more I look back at what I thought was flirting and realising it, it was just bothering. <laughs> Do you ever look back at your flirting and go, it was, it was just bothering women. That's, <laughs> it was just, you go, oh, you see that, you see that woman over there? I'm gonna go bother her for a bit. <laughs> see that woman minding her own business? I'm gonna waste her time. Hey, what you reading? Okay, I'll leave you alone. <laughs> I'm not gonna bother you anymore. I am, I'm trying to diversify my social group. It's a bit, it's a bit homogenous at the moment. I'm trying to diversify it. What level of diversity am I going for? Um, I want a level of diversity that you would find in a primary school maths equation. Do you remember, you remember in primary school and there'd be like a group of friends? And it'd be like Sarah and Bill and Rajid and, and, and Umbabe. And you'd go, fuck me, that is a cool group of fucking kids. No? All right, that's cool. <laughs> so I, I just said to my mate, every time I try and do anything, even social, political, don't work. Um, 
I, um, I'm on Tinder, which is cool. It's cool. It's right. It's on cool. I, um, give me a cheer if you're on Tinder. <laughs> are you on, are you on Tinder? Is that what you, uh, yeah? You can be on Tinder. It's all right. Yeah. You are. It's right, dude. Don't worry about it. It's cool. I've seen you. It's right. We're fine. <laughs> I fucking no. My my search radius is wide, man. Mate, so... I'll get what I can take. Like my <laughs> the settings I've put in. I'm like a catch-all. I um I will get a flight for some of my dates. I search radius is far. How are you getting on with it? Why? Asking how you getting on with Tinder? It's the Tash. No, 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 no. I, I fucking love the Tash. You don't have to. Why do I seem like a creep? No, I'll carry on when I fucking want. What I um? Why? Why am I? Why am I creep? Yeah. Because I've got quite a homogenous social group. How does that make me a creep? Might make me simplistic in my outlook, but it doesn't make me a creep. I might go on. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. See, now I'm being a creep. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not being a creep. But you're not, but Tinder, you're not, you're getting on with it. <laughs> All right. No, I've left you. I've left you. Let's do it. I was. Um, I met one woman. I met a woman on uh, Tinder, and we were dating. And she was from uh, Spain or something. And she was crazy sexy. All my days. Whenever she spoke, she had this really sexy voice. She was all like, "It was. Cra- oh my god, it was sexy." And I said, I was going to try and impress her, so I decided I was going to learn Spanish. So I downloaded this app called Duolingo. Oh, muy bueno. <laughs> and for three weeks solid, I did nothing but learn Spanish. Just learning Spanish, learning Spanish, learning Spanish. And after three weeks, I met up with her, and I was like, hey, say something. And she was like, what do you want me to say? And I went, no, not in English. And she went, ah. <laughs> And I went, no, not that. I didn't understand that. She went, have a I went, nope, nope, not clear. I went, look, I'm going to need for you to tell me that you have a cheese sandwich, but in Spanish. And she's like, I'm Italian. So... <laughs> Guys, you have, but this has been fun. I, um, I think we've solved a lot tonight. Feel like we've covered, uh, we've covered a lot of emotions. Um, and what is comedy if not doing that? Uh, generally, yeah, yeah, there we go. We're on the same page now. I, um, thank you for coming out and supporting this spoken word segment of the show. Where, uh, where we just, we just cover, we just, we just tackle issues, really. It's, 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 it's bold. I, um, and bold comedy is what I do best. 
So, guys, enjoy your night. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Sure, everyone. Uh, that, that was a really fun double act. You should do that again. All oh, right. Uh, that, okay. That 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 is the end of tonight. What? Oh, never come back. Uh, right. Okay. Um, but I mean, for, for, for the rest of you, we are, we are here every single um, every single Sunday night, eight pm. Um, come, we've got comedians every single week, different lines every week. I'll be here, but ignore that. Um, yeah, so um, tell your mates, whatever. Uh, we're also on. If you want to keep up with all of us, we're on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that. We've got a Facebook group as well, um, which is just me plugging this. If you really want to keep up with what's going on, you get lineups, etc. Um, uh, what else got plug? Podcast. We're, we're a podcast as well. We're on Spotify, iTunes, all the major podcast things. That's what Adele's been doing over there. We're on the Outliers Network. Go check us out. Um, oh, okay. Also, oh, sorry, there's a lot of admin at the end. I haven't found, I've been doing this a year. I haven't figured out a way to make it funny. Um, uh, also, um, if you like comedy and you're in Bristol, um, wow, she's still talking. I, um, uh, I mean, if you like comedy, you live in Bristol, um, you really should be checking out the comedy calendar. Every single comedy night in Bristol's on there, um, including several rival ones that were shown tonight. Go, 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 go check those out as well. They're absolutely fantastic. Um, I'll, I'll be handing out cars on the door. Um, and, and also speaking of the door I'll, I'll have a bucket there if you want to throw some money in it helps us keep this night going helps us with advertising so it keeps it um, if you've I know, I know there's a lot of students in and stuff like that if you haven't got any money that's more than fair um, just tell a mate come along again say to an act that you enjoyed that you enjoyed it um, yeah but I hope to see you again I'm going to ask kids and I'll see you again bye 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 www.outoflives.net